At Retrovision, we know exactly what you want, like our lowest price guarantee. Buy now and pay later. And an extra 5% discount for RAC members. That's on top of all the latest tech from the world's best brands at Retrovision. Should be actually playing cricket right this moment here at Hillwood Reserve. Unfortunately, the wet weather has got the best of us on this Labor Day long weekend here at Hillwood Reserve. We were scheduled to be playing a T20 charity match for, um, well, in honour of, um, of a WA cricket, country cricket legend in Glendary. Um, both. Cricket Association um, with Horsehead Cricket Club and Bunbury District Cricket Association with Maris Cricket Club, who are the both clubs are the T20, T20 champions for their associations. We're going to come together tonight to play a charity T20 game under lights here at the magnificent Peelwood Reserve on what is quite a balmy evening. The sun's out, it's a warm night, it's fantastic, and believe it or not, we are washed out after some overnight rain um, hit the local area really um, but that's where we are welcome to the pavilion the peel cricket show which as usual is proudly brought to you by retrovision psa sports and everlast sports drinks my name is Orazio santa lucia and i am your host tonight and every other night this is a live outdoor recording and hopefully the sound quality isn't too bad um, by now we would have expected a fair crowd to have been here. Um, we were expecting players to be warming up and ready to be actually playing as we speak. But as I said, unfortunately, the, the ground staff weren't able to get a pitch up and ready to play. And therefore, that means that um, there is no game tonight. This long weekend here in the Peel Cricket Association, we have a, a week off. Um, it's not a week off for everybody. As our ladies, our women's teams, two teams are representing the Peel Cricket Association in Women's Country Week. That's Country Weekend, really. Um, they start tomorrow. I'm recording this on Friday evening. It is a little bit late, everyone, so I do apologise if you are picking this up late. Um, it's just been one of those weeks, and this is a bit of a late recording, but it means that it'll get out. And for those of you that are listening on um, Sport FM 91.3 at 8 a.m. between 8 and 9, um, you're going to have something to listen to, and you're obviously listening to it right now. Um, yeah, so we are sending two teams to Women's Country Week, part of the Country Cricket Board's Women's Country Competition, and uh, we're very, very proud of that fact. 
um, to have two teams um, rather than just the one, and it's going to play a big, big role in um, the future development of female cricket in the Peel region. What else have we got going on? We had um, the final of the Country Cup, the Belt Up Country Cup. Is the Peel Cricket Association versus the Bunbury District Cricket Association. Unfortunately, the Peel Cricket Association came off second best. We lost by three wickets in a pretty tight tussle that was um, hosted at um, Creswell Park, which is the home of Fairmont Nedlands Cricket Club in the WA Premier Competition. The, the Country Cup Finals normally played at the Wacker, but... Um, uh, scheduling made it a little bit difficult. They had um, an opera there last weekend for those that were, when I know my wife went along and she thought it was magnificent. Um, and it's great use of the Wacker Ground. So look, there's no no issues there. It would have been nice to play at the Wacker Ground, but it wasn't to be, but we were very, um, very well hosted at, at Criswell Park, the home of Clement Nedlands. Um, recently had some upgrades. They've got a new pavilion there and it's, it's, it's a very, very, very nice setting. So um, the ground was great. We'll have a little bit of a chat about that game there, but unfortunately um, not to be for the Peel Cricket Association, but um, congratulations to the Bunbury and District Cricket Association who uh, had the clean sweep this year. Not only did they win Senior Country Week back-to-back -back titles there, um, they also won the Country Cup, which they haven't won for a few years. We wrapped up the home and away season of the Peel Cricket Association. We now know who are in the finals, and the finals will start next week. And this is when the business end starts. Um, I've said many, many a time uh, this year and, and obviously last year, all you've got to do is get to the finals. Um, home and away advantage. Top two in most grades get a double chance. So there's that, that um, advantage of finishing in the top two. But home advantage, away advantage, I'm not overly convinced that it's that big a deal. Um, I think it's more the fact that you get a double chance. But um, in finals, you've just got to win every game anyway to get through and win, win um, the premiership. So you want to get there. And we do know, we do know that last year's premiers, the reigning champs, Woomera, snuck in and they are, they finished fourth and they are still a live chance to um, defend the title that they won so very, very well here at Peelwood Reserve, um, well, nearly 12 months ago. Not quite there yet, but nearly 12 months ago. Paul's head finished on top. They had a bye going into the final round, so um, they're going to have a lot more time off, and whether that's going to be an issue or not, we won't know until later on, but obviously you want to keep momentum going, and, and having byes at this stage of the season is not, great but it is what it is um, they knew that going into the start of the season and I know that there were a fair few of them that actually went down to um, Rockingham Mandra to Lark Hill and uh, joined into their training session during the week just to keep on top of things and well done there and thanks to Rockingham Mandra for uh, linking in and something we want to do a lot more of with the Peel Cricket Association is, is develop that relationship with the Premier Club we're very fortunate to have one on our doorstep and um, Personally, as, as the president, I think we, we can do a lot more there, make better use of not only the facility, but the, um, the coaching and have player interaction and, and try to encourage player movement both ways. We've got a lot of juniors that go up and, and, and play the higher grade cricket, be it Colts or some of the junior um, premier premier teams, like be it third, well, the 13s. I mean, the, the Rockingham Mandra under-13s won the under-13s the Inverarity Shield, I believe it is. Um, 
have a very strong record to um, uh, the the Rockingham Mandra Junior teams. Um, if you look over the last five or six years in particular, they've they've won numerous titles at their various age groups, and the under thirteens. Um, a particularly strong team this year under amazing tutelage of uh, Brendan Diamante, who's running a fantastic junior program down there at Rockingham Mandra, as well as um, getting a game or two for Mandra, playing with his boy Isaac down at Mandra in the A and B grade teams, depending on where he's playing. It's been fantastic to see Brendan come back out and um, you know roll the arm over and well, more batting than anything else. I think he's probably too injured to bowl, but. Um, to see him uh, bat and, and play a few games in our competitions, great to see. And maybe he might play a few more. It'd be great. Former New Zealand international. So a lot's still happening. We've got finals coming up, obviously. We've got the girls playing um, as of tomorrow. They'll be playing their first rounds. And um, we hope to see some more cricket over the next month or so. What we'll do now is we'll probably head to our first break. So this is The Pavilion, The Peel Cricket Show, proudly brought to you by Retrovision, ESA Sports and Everlast Sports Drinks. My name's Orazio Santo Lucia. We'll be back right after this. RAC members get exclusive deals and offers, plus an extra 5% off on top of our lowest price guarantee at Retrovision. Okay, welcome back here to The Pavilion, The Peel Cricket Show. Proudly brought to you by Retrovision. Remember, Retrovision is the place to go. 60-day price promise, 60-day price guarantee. Basically, they have the best prices for the best gear, all the electrical stuff you love. There's only one place to go, and that is Retrovision. ESA Sports makes every sporting moment epic. This time of year is where you want to get your guest speakers and things like that in. You're probably thinking about um, your, your club kit for next year, ESA Sports, the place to go. Johnny Sanders, look them up. You'll see, um, the, look all over the website, our Facebook page, etc. You'll find ESA Sports, John Sanders, um, jump on board. And if you want Everlast Sports drinks, they are the distributors there. Isotonic hydration, some of the best going around, best prices, get onto your Everlast Sports drinks. Okay, let's move on to... Um, We'll go. We'll go. We'll actually go a little bit different at the moment. We'll go to. Um, pardon the camera work here. We'll go to uh, the the uh, Country Cup match last week. So the Country Cup game played at Creswell Park, as I mentioned. It was um, Peel Cricket Association versus the Bunbury Districts Cricket Association. Uh, the Country Cup. What is it? It's uh, the Belt Up Country Cup. And the beauty of the uh, Country Cup is it's an association-based competition. So wasn't affected by the recent um, changes to the Senior Country Week and Junior Country Week um, rules brought in by the Country Cricket Board and just around regions and um, where where boundaries sit, etc. We've gone over that before. It's old ground, so let's not bother with that. But the Country Cup is a great opportunity to play some good competitive cricket um, at some great grounds. And... Um, Sunday was no no exception. Uh, Creswell Park is the home of Clement Nedlands uh, Premier Cricket Club, as you can hear in the background, a few boys um, making use of um, their time down here. They should actually be just about preparing to walk out on the ground and play a great game of uh, T20 cricket under lights here at Peelwood Reserve, but not to be. Um, anyway, back to the Country Cup game. So the Country Cup game, Creswell Park, um, great, great venue. We're supposed to be at the Wacker, but um, very well hosted. And, and thank you very much to Claremont Netherlands for a great 
um, hosting a, a great game, great facility. So we turned up on a on a used wicket as you do on a, on a Sunday. Um, wicket looked had some cracks on it. It's, it's a it's a dry hard surface out there at Criswell Park. Um, Captain Josh Rudge had no hesitation in winning the toss and electing to bat. Now he went with uh, Brad Williams, who just come off another 100, had an outstanding finish to the season as Brad Williams from White Knights Valdivis Cricket Club. Um, so uh, Rudge and Williams went out and put on a very solid partnership of about 90 before Williams was out. Um, was that court, and then uh, very, very soon after, Josh Rudge was out, and uh, from none for ninety, we were two for for ninety, and um, just put a little bit of a, um, a halt to our progression. If we're going to be honest, probably going could have maybe picked up the run rate just a little bit there um, on a pretty, pretty docile sort of wicket on a fast with a fast outfield. Um, Probably being a little bit cautious, maybe we could have just picked up the run rate just a little bit. But at the end of the day, um, we're still in a pretty good position. But we lost a few wickets in a row. And then it took Damien Burridge and um, Jake Wiley to sort of pull the innings back together. And um, between them, they sort of got us up to the 180 mark, um, which was probably felt to have been at least 20 or so short um, on a pretty reasonably flat wicket. Um, the spin bowlers of the Bummery District Cricket Association, including um, former Peel Cricket Association player in Tim Hutchison, who is the WA Country 11 captain. Um, he bowled his 10 overs for 14, got one for 14, um, put a bit of a stranglehold on the innings. Um, and then uh, Braden Clark, who bowls his uh, bowls leg spin? He also was was quite tight. He bowled a few loose balls, as you'd expect from a wrist spinner. But other than that, he bowled quite well, and he got a couple of crucial wickets there. So they really put a halt on the innings. And and at the end of forty seven and a bit overs, we didn't even last the fifty overs, which may have probably been an issue at the end. Um, we're all out for about one hundred and eighty. In reply, we started very, very well in the opening bowling of um, Adam France and um, Ben Bretain did a great job with the new ball. And, and before long, they were three down for not very many before a very, very solid partnership um, uh, come together for uh, the Bumbering District Cricket Association. And although although Peel just continually just kept knocking over a wicket here or there, they they just kept getting ahead of ahead of the quota. Um, unfortunately, put a few catches down, which didn't really help. Um, and just missed a few chances here and there. A um, couple of umpiring calls that maybe could have gone our way, but you know you're not you're not going to you're not going to win or lose a game on an umpiring call, and I'm not going down that road. So that wasn't to be. And it got, got right down to the end. It really got down to um, the last few overs. And um, it was still a pretty tight. Got them seven down. Um, but they were able to scrape over the line. And, and, and they got home in the end in, in a deserved win. And the Bunbury District Cricket Association are, are clearly the, the, the strongest association presently in country cricket. Um, they've got a good program going down there and um, are able to really tap into their players on a regular basis. 
um, we 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 did well. We got through to the final, and uh, now our squad's pretty strong. Um, but it would have been great to see some other players make themselves available. We had a few issues overnight on the Saturday night. We had um, a very late pull out with um, Kane Standing, the captain from Warmbra Cricket Club. He was uh, he was ill. Um, he played on Saturday, but shouldn't have. He was really ill. He came off the ground and um, made a call and just sort of said, "Look, I'll play if I have to." But I, I, he was really struggling with it with a cold, with a heavy cold. Um, so he was unavailable. And then the rules of the competition again, the rules are there, and it's no no real issue. But it makes it difficult in that you can only bring in players that have played in the preliminary games. Um, you only play three preliminary games, so. That basically means that um, you've got a very small squad to pick from and, and none of them were available. So it then became a bit of a scramble and um, a lot of toing and froing with WA Cricket and the WA Country Cricket Board to allow us to bring in a player from outside the squad and we finally got it in. But even uh, availability is late on a Saturday um, for a Sunday match, as you can understand, are quite difficult. So look, we got there in the end. We, we got our 11 players on the ground. Um, whether that made a difference or not, maybe. Um, I know team balance-wise, we're looking for, for Kane standing to be the wicketkeeper, um, as he is. He's, he's probably the uh, the best wicketkeeper in the PCA. Um, and that would have released Damien Burridge. Damien Burridge went back into wicketkeeping. His bowling, I think, would have been quite handy on that wicket on Sunday. Um, he's in some good bowling form. Is the former Australian under-19 captain. Um, he made his name as, as a junior um, national representative as, as a bowling all-rounder and he sort of found his touch and his um, his joy for bowling once again coming off a recent five-wicket haul for Rockingham Mander in the WA Premier Cricket Competition. It would have been good to have him on board but it wasn't to be and um, was probably the difference in the end. Okay, just getting the call to say everyone's sort of going so I'll be walking along towards the car. But that was the wrap-up there, and, and as I mentioned, unfortunately, that meant that the Field Cricket Association will come off second best in the Belt Up Country Cup. Probably appropriate here to thank WA Cricket and the Country Cricket Board for their support for the competition. It is a great competition, and I know the players are um, pretty pleased to play in it. And thank you to the sponsors in Belt Up for their support of not only the competition, but even the messaging. And it was really great to be able to sort of um, everyone to get together at a, at a metro venue to sort of have a chat about um, the importance of belt up and putting your seatbelt on and, and things like that. Road safety is very, very important in the country. So that is a wrap up of um, the Belt Up Country Cup, which again, won by Bunbury District Cricket Association. So again, congratulations to them. Okay. We will probably head off to another little break. Good opportunity to give the sponsors a bit of a plug here. You are on the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show, which is proudly brought to you by Retrovision. Um, fantastic partners here throughout the season. ESA Sports and Everlast Sports Drinks. My name's Orazio San Lucia. You are on the Pavilion and we'll be back after this break. At Retrovision, we know exactly what you want. Like our lowest price guarantee. Buy now and pay later. And an extra 5% discount for RAC members. That's on top of all the latest tech from the world's best brands at Retrovision. Okay, welcome back in the car now. 
Um, the ground, unfortunately, here at Peelwood Reserve is all locked up after what should have been a fantastic evening of T20 cricket between the champions of the Peel Cricket Association, Paul's Head, versus the champions of the Bunbury District Cricket Association in Marist Cricket Club. And um, the whole idea of the game was going to be a charity T20 match um, in honour of um, uh, WA country cricket legend in Glenn Derring. Um, Glenn, unfortunately, has been diagnosed with cancer quite recently. And um, so just together, we just thought we'd, uh, we'd all get together and, and try to raise a bit of money for Glenn Derring and his family at this time of need. Um, this is what community sport does. And this is what the country cricket and the country cricket crew and the country cricket family does. We get around those that, that need some help. Um, had a little bit to do with Glenn and Bunbury Cricket in my time with WA Cricket. I was a regional cricket manager there for, for three years. And um, I remember little Cooper coming through. He was just a tiny little tacker then. And now he's um, well, he's belting around the Peel Cricket Association in a couple of games um, at representative level. He's also um, broken in quite recently in the Rocky and Mandra. Um, a great team. Um, Glenn, we went, went away together um, with a, a schoolboys team, or um, a state schoolboys team. I, I had the girls team at the, at the time, but he was with the uh, the boys, and young Cooper was in a, in a side that had young Corey Wosley in there. I, I'm not sure. Was, no, no, Teague would have gone the year, year before. Um, Corey Wosley was there, definitely, and there are a couple of other really good players that are going on there playing um, Premier A-grade cricket as we speak. Um, but Glenn come away and really got to know him a bit more. He's, he's just a really funny man. But the, the, his legacy in country cricket um, is outstanding. Um, he's led WA country teams to, to victories in, in national championships. He's got records that will take a long time to beat. Um, his legacy in Bunbury cricket is, is second to none. Um, Played some cricket for Subiaco in the WA Premier Competition or District Cricket as it was then, and also played some waffle football as well as um, uh, football in the Southwest Footy League. So look, his his legacy is huge, and it's it's a t- it's at times like these when your mates come out to to help, and um, we had no hesitation in trying to get this off the ground. So a shout out to Hallshead Cricket Club and Ash Wyborn in particular. Um, it's just a real kick in the guts when uh, the wet weather gets hold of you, but there's not much we can do there. So uh, just watch this space. I think that we're just trying to work something out, but it's just a very tight part of the year now with finals and, and things like that. Anyway, talking of finals, let's uh, talk about the last round of the Peel Cricket Association as I get my um, laptop back up to speed. It just decided to cut out as it does. Um, the last round, the final round of the Peel Cricket Association home and away season last week was played last weekend, and the final ladder places are now locked and loaded across all grades. We know who our finalists are, and we know who are the teams that are, are basically ready to, to fight it out and, and, and play for some silverware, and we know the ones that have um, packed up the cricket gear and are thinking of what if, what may, and, and starting to plan for, for next season. Um, it's always a tough old part of the year, isn't it? Especially when you're that that side where you've just, you know, you either just miss out and you just go, what if, you know, that what if feeling, you know, if we just won that one extra game or or whatever, it just, it's really, it's just really sort of gut-wrenching, isn't it? Um, but then there's those that are excited now, like, okay, we've made the finals and 
now what, you know? And and, and this is where this buy, um, this long weekend buy is probably a little bit of a, it's just, yeah, um, it makes it a little bit hard, I think. I mean, momentum's a big one and you want to just keep going. And, and for a side like Hall's Head I mentioned earlier, um, they had a they had a buy in this last round, and then they've got another week off. And then, as a top team, and they've they've dominated the competition all the way through. Um, I just wonder if this helps bring them back to to the rest. Anyway, so coming into the final round of the Wiley Cup in A grade, that's where we're going to go first. Um, Hall's Head were the team that we knew were top. Their their spot was assured, but uh, two, three, four were were up for grabs. White Knights we knew uh, leapfrogged over Shoalwater Bay last week, and they had. The um the all important second spot, which is a um a, a second chance, um and third and fourth. Uh, so White Knights and Shoalwater were going to be third or four, uh, second or third, no matter what. And then it was between Maroon and Warmbra for that vital fourth spot as well. So we knew that a win to Shoalwater and a win to if White Knights won, end of story. They finish second. Uh, White Knights lose, Shoalwater need to win, they go back into second. And they've been in second spot for most of the season too. So they would have been a little bit disappointed not to finish there. And we knew that a Waruna win and a Warmbra loss probably have seen Waruna sneak into the four and would have been a um, really bitter sort of end to the season for Warmbra, who are the reigning champs and um, did everything they could to get into the finals. And as we know, when you get there, that's when the real season sort of kicks in. What we do know, though, is that White Knights, they were unable to hold their end of the bargain, and they lost a tightly fought contest against Mandra um, by four runs. Um, in a match, that had two very unusual batting cards. Um, I don't think I've seen batting cards like this. Um, so Mandra scored six for two, one eight, batting first, and that um, a main part of that was an amazing 153 not out scored by Chris Cole. Um, and he didn't really have many other partners that got into double figures there at all. So uh, an amazing innings. And for those that were there, were just astounded. They had, had his fair share of luck, and that happens. I mean, I'd, I, I'm i yet to see a chanceless 100 anywhere in any level of cricket. I always find it a, quite a strange conversation, that one. Oh, yeah, but he was dropped three times, and he hit over the top, whatever. It's about making the most of your chances. And uh, well done to Chris Cole there. for That's a big scene, 153 not out. To get your team up to 218. Um, not many others that got into uh, double figures there. But the White Knights didn't help their cause either. They bowled 30 extras. That's that's a lot. That's five extra overs plus the runs. Um, that, that's, a, that's a real, real killer. So chasing 219 for victory and obviously second spot. Um, the White Knights uh, star batter. Um, he's having an outstanding last month or so of cricket in brad williams well he held up his uh end of the bargain there he scored another scintillating century um he got 118 but he had not much else going with him and there are only two other white knights players that are able to get into double figures and it wasn't enough and at the end of the day they fell five runs short of the total four runs short of probably getting through to that second spot and um they may rue that opportunity. White Knights, Beldivers, who did well last year to try to really get in, um, they couldn't quite get through in the end. Uh, they've had a they've had a great year, and as a club, they've got a team in every grade in the final. So they they they've had a sensational season as a club. And although they would have liked to have finished second, they finished third. They finished top in most other grades. So 
they've had a real good season as a club, and they've got a big month ahead of them, no doubt. Uh, Charles Kunji led his uh, Shoalwater Bay team into second spot. He made a solid 63 not out and has just sort of done the business most of the season, hasn't he really? So he's been a great addition to the Shoalwater team this season. He got 63 not out. Seal scored a 5 for 226 in their game against uh, Secret Harbour. Dudley Cortland also back in a bit of form. He got 41 um, to add to his impressive season's tally. Secret Harbour bowled out for 100 in reply. Matty Skelton, 6 for 4. Yep, 6 for 4 off 9.2 overs. Um, having a chat to um, um, some of the, Daniel Best in particular, the Shoalwater Bay president, he was telling me that um, Matty Skelton wasn't even in the selected side initially. And it was only at the, um, it was a last minute call up uh, that got him in the team. And I'm thinking that Secret Harbour Dockers wish he didn't because six for four off 9.2. They're astounding bowling figures. They'll take some beating. And um, they they ran away comprehensive winners there, 126 run winners. And that meant that Showwater jumped back in a second spot and finished with this, the uh, second chance. Waruna, well, they had to win. And that they did. They held up their end of the bargain. Um, in their late run for the finals. They had a comfortable 50-run victory against the local rivals, the local derby against Pinjarra. Jaden Rosa just showed his class again, coming back from a little trip, a little spell in Canada. Um, he scored another half century. Um, I think he's batted two or three times since he's come back, and he's done nothing but score half centuries. He's a, he's a very, very good player, and I'm sure Runa's... Um, uh, I, I guess, finish to, to the season might have been a little bit different if he was here the whole season, but it wasn't to be. Um, Nick Milligan also scored 47 as the uh, Waruna Warriors scored 9 for 220. Big Adam France, the Frenchman. He's not French, but that's what they call him. Uh, he took five wickets for Pinjara, but in reply, Pinjara, they just kept losing wickets along the way at crucial stages and couldn't quite get a partnership together of note and um, they just left too too much to the back end. Um, and at the end of the day, Waruna were able to finish their season on a high. And they bowled out Pinjara for 170. So they had a 50-run victory. And at that stage, they wouldn't have known too much more. Because um, funnily enough, the Warmbra versus Singleton game, which was the last game, and that was the game that was going to determine the final four. Um, wasn't up on my cricket. They had some issues getting on to my cricket. So no one was to know. So at that stage, Waruna had no idea what was going on. Um, Warmbra versus Singleton. Now, Singleton have had a season that they'd rather forget. Um, they finished stone motherless last. Um, they've had a horror season. But they did have a chance to spoil the party for Warmbra. Um, veteran Andy Peckover for Singleton took four wickets. Um, but it was uh, telling contributions from Ashbolt and Newbury that got Warmbra over the line. They were chasing 116 for victory, and they got there, but they did lose eight wickets along the way. So, But they did enough, and they got there in the end. So Warmbra did their bit. They won. So the top four finish as Hall's Head, Shoalwater Bay, White Knights, Baldivis, and Warmbra to finish the top four, and they will be your finalists. So it'll basically be um, 
Horsehead versus Showwater Bay. The winner of that goes straight through to the grand final. The loser goes to the preliminary final, I guess. And then the winner of Warmbra versus um, White Knights Baldivis goes through to play the loser of the game, the loser of that clash between Horsehead and Showwater Bay for the right to play in the grand final the week after that. That's the way that sort of works there. In B grade, there were heartbreaking final round defeat for Rockingham Hornets. So they were knocked out right at the death and Secret Harbour Dockers, um, they also lost and they got knocked out at the last hurdle. Whilst White Knights, but as I mentioned earlier, they have a foot in every single grade and they are in every finals um, campaign. So what does that look like going forward? Well, 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 the ladders finish like this as I've just lost internet connection. We'll connect up again. The joys of doing this remotely. You're trying to sort of kill two birds with one stone. It's never, never easy to do, but here we go. My cricket, the trusty my cricket. So as I mentioned, uh, A grade, as we know, Horsehead, Shoulder Bay, White Knights, and Warmbra. For B grade, Oh, well, here we go. B-grade finished. White Knights, Baldivis, Hall's Head, Mandra, and Shoalwater. So the finals will be White Knights versus Hall's Head, Mandra versus Shoalwater Bay in B-grade. In C-grade, we have White Knights, Baldivis, Shoalwater Bay, Hall's Head, and North Baldivis Cricket Club. So the finals will be White Knights versus Shoalwater Bay, Hall's Head versus North Baldivis. Same sort of scenario where uh, the winner of the top two goes through to the grand final and all that sort of stuff. D-grade, White Knights, Baldivis. There's a bit of a common theme here, isn't there? White Knights, Baldivis, Rockingham Hornets finished 1-2. Shoalwater Bay, 3. Warmbra, 4th in D-grade Ritchie Cup. So finals will be White Knights versus Rockingham and Shoalwater Bay versus Warmbra. In E-grade, we have White Knights, Baldivis versus North Baldivis. They finished 1-2. Uh, Secret Harbour Dockers finished 3rd and Mandra finished Fourth, so White Knights versus North Baldivis in the local derby there. Secret Harbour versus Mandra in the other final in E grade, and finally in F grade, which we don't seem to have. I'll get that. It might be another pa next page. That's why there's another page. We see Warmbra finish top there. They play White Knights Gold. White Knights Baldivis Gold. Then Rockingham Hornets will play White Knights Baldivis Blue in the other final. And they are your season 22-23 finalists for the Peel Cricket Association. So remembering F grade and E grade, they don't have a cup um, that's named after anyone yet. So the cups are named after um, life members. So we may look to maybe change that up. There might be some names attached to those um, E and F grade cups moving forward, but we know the A grade cup is called the Wiley Cup, and that's the Wiley family um, who are synonymous with cricket here in the Peel region. The B grade Macintosh, the Macintoshes again have a very big footprint in this competition. C grade, the Jeffrey Cup, again, big, big footprint across the competition, and D grade is the Ritchie Cup, again, Pete Ritchie has a big, big footprint across Peel cricket, both junior and senior. So um, everyone playing off for some silverware there. It's going to be really, really interesting to see how this all turns out because, as we all know, 
finals cricket brings up some of the craziest stuff you'd ever want to see on a cricket field. And although this isn't Peel cricket, um, a lot of you will probably be aware of the WNCL, the Women's National Cricket League Grand Final played last weekend between Tasmania and South Australia. Um, a rain-affected game. South Australia basically needed um, they needed four or five to win off the last four to win off the last over. Um, you'd think, yeah, pretty easy done. Five wickets in hand, not a problem. Uh, someone forgot to tell Tasmania that, and someone forgot to tell South Australia that all they really got to do is just knock it into a gap and run. First ball of the final over, um, batter tried to get it done in one shot, and I sort of go with that. I can understand that one. Uh, missed it. I think LBW hitting a cross. It was a horrible shot anyway. Uh, out. Okay. Next run, next ball was, I think, a ball play to short third. They get a single, so three required. Um, and then it was just wicket, 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 wicket. Some some of the most... It's hard not to go there, but it, it was some horrible cricket there. Um, a sensible head just needed to just literally knock the ball into gaps and run. Um, they were all trying to hit it, win it in one game, one shot, one blow, and you saw hoiks across the line that were missed. Players were bold. Players were out OBW. There was a run out backing up, which was a bit unlucky. Tasmania won in the end. They lost five wickets in the last over, did South Australia, and um, somehow, somehow Tasmania won, and that's back-to-back. WNCL champions are Tasmania, running a great program down there. Um, led by Elise Villani, uh, formerly of not only WA. She had a couple of good years here, or more than a couple of good years here. Um, WA and the Perth Scorchers, but uh, she's now currently playing for the Hobart Hurricanes as well as Tasmania, and she's led her team to back-to-back WNCL championships. So well done to the uh, Tasmanian girls down there. Um, just on that theme again, because we've got ladies cricket, and we're going to go there a little bit late. We're going to go there in our next segment. Um, Ladies cricket. So Becky Grundy, who has been the the cap the the coach of um, WA, and she was assistant coach of the Perth Scorchers. She's now been um, promoted, I guess, to head coach of the Perth Scorchers as well. So she'll be head coach across both programs. So why don't the Becky there uh, worked with her when I was at WA cricket? Um, really, really good coach. Uh, really innovative. Um, really great with the players, um, but also a top top person so well done becky and uh good luck with it all there that's a great little segue into the women's cricket which we'll have a little bit more of a chat about after this short break you are on the pavilion the peel cricket show proudly brought to you by retrovision esa sports and everlast sports drinks my name is oratio santa lucia i'm your host and uh we've only got a few weeks left of this great show so stick with us and if you're listening on 91.3 Sport FM, thank you very much for tuning in. We'll be back after this. RAC members get exclusive deals and offers, plus an extra 5% off on top of our lowest price guarantee at Retrovision. Okay, welcome back here to the Pavilion Appeal Cricket Show, proudly brought to you by Retrovision, ESA Sports and Everlast Sports Drinks. Uh, recording this live in the car at the moment. Um, I was recording earlier, as you are well aware, um, at Peelwood Reserve. It was supposed to be um, a fantastic charity game between the champions, the T20 champions of the PCA, 
um, in Hall's Head versus the T20 champs of the BDCA, the Bunbury District Cricket Association in Marist Cricket Club, um, all for charity. And that charity in particular was for a dear friend of ours in Glen Derring, WA, WA country cricket legend, um, who unfortunately has been diagnosed with that horrible, horrible thing called cancer, which everybody here has been um, affected by, there's no doubt. Um, I know personally, um, yesterday, being March the 2nd, was three years ago that I lost my dear mother to that horrible disease. Uh, doesn't get any easier, and um, I'm not the only one. And until we find an answer, we find a cure, um, going to continue. So uh, the, the game was all about just raising some uh, much-needed funds for, for Glenn and his family at this time of need. And um, it would have been fantastic to sort of get for the cricket community to get together and the country cricket community to get together and uh, just watch this space. I think something's going to happen. I don't know what, um, but there was too much work that went into this and um, I dare say there'll be something that comes out of it. So thank you for everyone that's put some time and effort into this, in particular Hallshead Cricket Club and Ash Wyborn again, does some outstanding stuff. President of Hallshead Cricket Club, also an executive of the PCA. Um, very innovative, has some great ideas. Um, and does some great, great work. So thanks, Ash. Um, your work does not go unappreciated. Okay, so speaking of country cricket, um, the ladies, the Peel Cricket Association ladies team, or teams, plural, are heading down to Bunbury this weekend. They are going to play in Women's Country Week, although it's a bit of a weird one because it is a country weekend, essentially. Um, uh, most have head down tonight or well, a few would have headed down tonight. Some from all the other sort of regions would have headed down tonight, no doubt. Um, we're only an hour or so down the road, so we can afford to go in tomorrow. But there's a fair chunk of the girls that are staying over the weekend. Um, and we've got two teams competing this season, which is very, very proud for, for us here. I mean, we're doing – we're trying our best to really get the women's game up and running. And, and um, may as well sort of say it now, one, one plan or one idea we've got um, and in conjunction with the Junior Association as well as Rockingham Mandra um, Cricket Club is we're going to sort of run, um, I don't like the terminology, but, but an academy-type program for younger girls and then um, sort of older teenagers and up. And the whole idea is that they're going to go through a skills-based program and really build up a good base to then be able to tackle the season moving forward because we really want to complete the pathway for females in the sport here in our region. Um, so we've got uh, young, younger, very young girls coming into the, the Blasters program, so four, five, six coming into that sort of uh, space, progressing into junior cricket. Um, it's when they're progressing out, that's where the, the issue starts. So we've got our softball competition, which is which has grown and, and doing some great stuff there, but we need to provide a hardball option for our community-based players because at the moment all they've got is really to move into – um, Premier Cricket, they play with Rockingham Mandra because uh, essentially they're playing hardball cricket and junior cricket and then there's nowhere else to really go. So we, we need to complete that pathway and part of this program will be to, to uh, give s s the women in particular some of the skills to be able to handle a hardball but also to, to know that they can play and to know that they can score regular runs and, and get regular wickets bowling and feel a lot more comfortable playing this game. It is a skill-based game. We know that. And um, there's a point where if you don't feel like you're getting better, it, it gets really hard to sort of continue 
sort of plot along. So that's something we really want to want to work on, and, and that's going to be the start of something. And and, and it comes on, comes on the back of some uh, just an observation, I guess. And, and this is from my history as a uh, a coach in the female space. And then the, the girls that went through programs, um, be it state based or, or similar are the ones that are still really sort of pushing the game along. And, and they're not all state cricketers, but they had the opportunity to really improve their game and their understanding of the game. So it's a, that's the idea. Um, and we just hope to get that off the ground and then look towards a hardball competition next year. We really have to. So I'm just putting out the shout-out to all the females that are in the area. We must play hardball cricket next year. Not to say there won't be a softball option, but we need a hardball option as well. So... Let's get together. Now, we've got two teams going ahead. So essentially, there's, you know, over 20 women that are going to have the experience are going to be able to play and want to play hardball cricket. So it's going to happen no matter what. What it looks like, I don't know, but watch this space. But Peel Blue and Peel Maroon or Maroon are going to be representing our um, our little competition here in the um, WA Country Cricket Board Women's Competition. Um, so on the Saturday, they will play uh, Bunbury Red and Bunbury Blue. Bunbury are uh, hosting this competition for two years, and they've got a host of teams in the competition. So we're playing a couple of Bunbury teams to start off at, you know, at Leshenolt and at Dal Yellup College. So um, if you are travelling down south on your way, I don't know, somewhere on this long weekend, why not pull up at Leshenolt? You know, you haven't, you've sort of just got to eat in the Leshenolt, Australind. Go in there and support our girls. They're starting at 9 o'clock tomorrow. Um, and then the other team are at Dal Yellup College, and then they swap over. Um, or Peel Blue will stay where they are. They take on Geraldton, and Peel Maroon take on one of the other Bunbury teams at Dal Yellup College. So they're staying where they are. Um, on the Sunday, um, West Pilbara take on our Peel Maroon team, and Peel Blue take on one of the other Bunbury teams um, before they take on each other in a derby. Wonder how that game will go down at the rec ground. Lovely, lovely ground right on the water there in Bunbury. Um, can get a little bit blowy, but it is a lovely, lovely ground. You just get the beach, Bunbury Beach there, Bunbury Back Beach there, as your uh, your backdrop. Um, funny enough, that's um, it's it's well, yeah, it's 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 probably their premier ground or one off. Um, so the girls will really, really enjoy playing there, and then there'll be. One last game on Monday morning um, where Peel Blue will take on West Pilbara at Leshenault. Peel Maroon will take on the other Geraldton team at Dalyallup College. And then they'll all head back to um, Bunbury Grammar where the A grade, there's an A grade and a B grade. And uh, we'll have two teams in B grade this year, but we will have a team in A grade next year. Mark my words, we will have a team in A grade next year. Um, so good luck to the girls there. Um, I'll be trying to get down there myself at some stage on the weekend as well as um trying to get an interview or two i did try tonight but it just didn't quite fall into place um the joys of uh trying to run a competition as well as do some of the media stuff as well but that's where we are and that's fine it's all good and dandy um so just before we sign off for the week and thank you very much for listening everybody you are listening to the pavilion the peel cricket show um, and my name is Orazio Santolicia. Thank you to those listening on 91.3 Sport FM. Um, if you are listening, it must be 
you know, between eight and nine. So it's probably getting closer to nine o'clock and you might be heading off to, you could be going to the Wacker ground. You could be going to see WA um, on their merry way against Tasmania. Um, as I record this, I know that um, Mitch Marsh scored a century on his return to Sheffield Shield action. Um, T. Wiley couldn't quite repeat what he did last week, but last week he made a very, very solid contribution of 80, and he's having a great season in his first real sort of full season of uh, Shield cricket, and um, he may well play in another Shield final. Uh, we do know that Wednesday coming, WA will be playing South Australia at the Wacker Ground in the final of the Marsh Cup. I know I'll be trying to head down there myself, purchase some tickets, and I might have one spare one. So if anyone wants to come along, just uh, hit me up. If you have any requests, um, anything you'd like to see in the show over the next little bit, we are heading into finals, and it'll have a real final sort of flavour moving forward. Um, hit me up, president at peelcricket.com, or jump onto our Facebook page. Peel Cricket Association Facebook page and uh, drop me a line on Messenger or jump onto our Instagram page and send a message there, a DM, a sneaky DM. Sneak into the DMs, isn't that? That, that, that can go um, somewhere we don't really, really want to go. Um, I guess that might be about it for this week's show. It's a bit of a funny one. We've got a week off. So um, next week will be a bit of a preview into the finals. We'll have a bit of a deep dive into the teams, what they might look like, um, might have a chat to some of the captains and um, we'll really sort of get a real sense of what the the atmosphere, what the nerves are going to be like. And, and um, we'll also have a review of how our girls went down in Bunbury in their Women's Country Week tournament. So we'll have a lot to speak about next week. But as for this week, that might be the end of the show. You have been listening to myself, Orazio Santoricia. I host this fantastic little podcast, which I enjoy putting together for you this week and every week. It is, of course, The Pavilion, The Peel Cricket Show, proudly brought to you by Retrovision, ESA Sports, and Everlast Sports Drinks. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week, and uh, good luck to those Peel girls. Go, girls. <laughs>